0: Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I have a suggested name for anyone that's starting a brand new church. Hear me out. The name that I am suggesting is The Locker Room Fellowship. The Locker Room Fellowship. You say, why in the world would you name a new church something that crazy? Well, here we go. Hear me out again. It is because... Our purpose, our mission as a church, does not end with the benediction, with the closing of our worship service. That mission begins as we go out the doors of wherever we've worshiped. It's just like a team. You know, I'm thinking about a football team. As I record this podcast, we are experiencing the beginning of professional football, the professional football season. And so uh, they start in the locker room, they get dressed in the locker room, they study the playbook in the locker room, they are coached there, and then they leave the locker room and it's not over. It's just beginning. They leave the locker room to go out onto the field where the game is played, where the ultimate purpose is carried out. And that is the same truth that we as uh, Christ followers live by. We gather together in the in the locker room, so to speak. We are there to be coached, to be taught the word of God. The word of God is the playbook, and it is it has been given to us by the owner of the team. The owner of the team is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the owner of his church, and and he has given us written instructions in the playbook, the Word of God, and He has given us coaches, pastors, teachers that to coach the team that prepare them in the locker room so that when they go out of there they're going out onto the field to to not play the game but to carry out the mission of Jesus Christ and we're looking at that mission uh, but we start by looking at the heart of the heart of the owner of the church, of the head of the church, and and we can see the heart of Jesus in what He said and did uh, in His mission uh, while He was here on the earth. In Luke chapter 5, verse 32, Jesus said this, "...I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance." And then in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, he said, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Those are the words of Jesus. I came to call sinners to repentance. I came to seek out and to save those who are lost. But we see his heart by who he spent time with. You know, um, after Jesus called Levi, who was named Matthew, the tax collector to follow him, to be one of his disciples, to be one of his, ultimately, his apostles, the Bible tells us that Matthew... Uh, put together a dinner, a, a a dinner at his house, and he invited all of his friends, and there were fellow tax collectors there. And where was Jesus? Right in the middle of them, spending time with them. And then we uh, see that Jesus spent time with uh, Zacchaeus. He was going down the road, and Zacchaeus was also a tax collector. And Zacchaeus went up a tree. He was short. He couldn't see Jesus to see Jesus. And uh, Jesus called him down and said, I'm going home with you today. And Zacchaeus got saved that day, we see Jesus sitting out in the middle of a day but beside of a well, and he needed to go through Samaria so that he could meet this Samaritan woman at the well. And uh, this is a woman that was rejected by her peers, but yet Jesus spent time with her, and that woman got saved that day and we could go on but you get the idea we see the heart of jesus by what he said and by who he spent time with and we see his heart by his last commands before sending back back into heaven in acts chapter 1 verse 4 he told his disciples his followers don't go anywhere. Stay right here in Jerusalem until you receive power. Verse 8, he said, when you receive power, you'll be my witnesses. And it'll start here in Jerusalem, but it'll go to all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. And when you look through the book of Acts, you get a record of that exact thing happening. We can see the heart of Jesus by all of those things. Jesus has a mission, a purpose for his church. And obviously the big overarching uh, purpose the umbrella that we're all under at all times is to bring honor and glory uh, to our father in heaven to bring honor and glory to the lord jesus christ that, that's a given, but but that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at this specific purpose of the church, and it's found in Matthew chapter 28, specifically in verse 19, and And we're going to be looking at that uh, over the next uh, couple of podcasts. But I, I just want to uh, ask a, and answer a couple of, uh, f- actually four questions. I want to talk about the who, the how, the what, and the where of this mission, and and then we'll get into more detail. Details on the next podcast. So, who is this mission for? Who is to carry out this mission? And the answer to that is every follower of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus was speaking to his 11 apostles there when he said, Go into all the world and make disciples. He was speaking to his 11 apostles and he said to them, But uh, I will be with you to the end of the age. Well, the apostles didn't live until the consummation of the ages. He didn't live until uh, they didn't live until then, and so Jesus could not have been limiting that mission just to those eleven. But rather, those eleven were were the beginning. They were the they were the uh, early leaders of the of the church and of that movement and of that mission. But it was by extension to every follower of Christ. Not one of us is left out of this mission. There is nowhere in Scripture where there's given a limitation that this this mission is only to pastors and to leaders. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul says that God has given pastors, pastors, teachers, to equip the saints to do the work of ministry. And so again, back to my locker room fellowship um, a- analogy and illustration, you see the coaches are are the ones that are preparing the team. We all are the team, every one of us, including the coaches. We're all on mission, but God has given the coaches, the pastors, to equip, to prepare all of us, to be ready to carry out God's mission. And so, who is this mission for? Once again, it's for every follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, how is this mission going to be carried out? If it's for all of us, how is it to be carried out? Well, the first two words in, in uh, Matthew 28, 19 is, Go, therefore... And and I want you to understand that in the original language that the, that the, uh, this was written in, Koine Greek, that go therefore is literally going therefore. Did you get the difference? Going therefore. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that as you are going, as you are living your life, as you're living your life, then carry out the mission. This should be a part of our spiritual DNA. It ought to be a part of our thinking. It ought to always be on our radar. And so so it's not just for the missionary that is called to go over to wherever. It's not just for uh, someone that's called to go to a different place, but it is as you are going. Going, therefore, as you are living your life, every one of us, wherever we are. So uh, when you're in school, young person, When you are at your job, when you are in your neighborhood interacting with your neighbors, when you're uh, following your children to their sports events, uh, when you're shopping in the food store, you get the idea. As we are going, we are always on mission. This is how this mission is carried out. And if you, again, uh, study the book of Acts, which is a history of this whole thing, You'll see that's exactly what happened. As people were living their lives, the opportunity came up to carry out this mission. What does this mission entail then? That's, that's the next question we want to answer. And, and th- this mission entails making disciples. Go, therefore, and make disciples. But that literally, there's just one word there. The word make is not in there. It's literally disciple. Go and disciple. So, here's, here's what this mission entails, and we're going to get into much more detail on the next podcast, but this mission entails sharing the gospel and following through. Uh, it, it, is, it, it, it entails making disciples. That's what it's all about. You say, well, I'm not seminary trained. I don't know the Bible very well. Well, that's why we're growing. That's why we're learning. That's why we put ourselves in the locker room so that we can be taught the playbook, the Word of God, so that we can be equipped and prepared by the coaches that God gives. And then just remember what we said on the last podcast. Jesus said, I have all authority and I am with you. I have given you my presence. And so we are the ones that he trusts, that he relies on. And so uh, you will learn as you go. You will develop the ability by the grace of God to be a part of that disciple-making process. Again, more detail on that on the next podcast. Make sure you tune in. Then the last question is, where is this mission carried out? And it's all the nations. Go into all the nations, literally to every people group. God wants every people group to, to, uh, to be a part of this, of this awesome and, and wonderful uh, mission. Now, you may not be called to go to Africa to Asia, to the 1040 window. Uh, You may not be called to go to some some exotic place, but you are called to go where you are. And you know, where you are, you're going to run into all kinds of, uh, all different ethnicities, and God wants you to to uh, whoever He puts in your circle of influence, whoever He puts in within you, your your area of influence. He wants you to be on mission for Him. We live here in this wonderful United States of America. Uh, many of us and and the nations of the world are coming to us and and we should have a heart for the nations of the world because God does he says i want you to make disciples in every nation listen to what to uh, revelation chapter 5 says in verses 9 and 10, this is a future picture of heaven. It says, And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you, this is of Jesus, Worthy are you, Jesus, to take the book and break its seals, for you were slain, and you purchased for God with your blood, listen, Men, people from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And you made them to be a kingdom and priest to our God and they will reign upon the earth. Did you hear that? Every tribe, every tongue, every people, every nation. I don't know that you can get any more clear than that. God is calling out a people from every people group on the face of this earth. And we are blessed. We are privileged to be a part of that process. Who is this mission for? Every follower of Christ. How is this mission carried out? As we are going, as we're living our lives. What does this mission entail? Making disciples, joining Jesus in that process. Where is this mission carried out? To every people group on the face of this earth man, I'm excited about this, the mission, the purpose of the church. I'm so glad that as Jesus builds his church, he included me in the process. He allows me to be a part of that process and you to be a part of that process. Will you take a moment just to give him praise for that and to ask him to use you in any way that he sees fit in carrying out his mission. Until next time, God bless.